you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Dentley Show with Dr. James Dentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Dentley. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. It is Friday. You're here. I'm here. So it must be time for Inspired to Speak with James Dentley. First and foremost, I want to uh, send peace and blessings out to each and every one of you all. You know, today is a day the Lord has made and let us all rejoice and be glad in it. I want to say a special thank you for all the all of you all who uh, helped make our event Limitless 2021 a resounding success. I'm prayerful that you really enjoyed all of our show hosts. Uh, there were about 24 interviews there that were very compelling, very exciting. Some were very funny, but very impactful and informative as well. So we're getting ready for the launch, the soft launch of JD3 TV in about two weeks. And we hope to see each and every one of you there because we have some real stellar surprises for each and every one of you. And remember, you know, the best is yet to come, that your best life is in front of you and never think outside of the box because in our world, well, in our world, there is no box. Look, I want to get right down to business tonight because I have the pleasure of introducing an incredible guest. This gentleman is so knowledgeable, so much energy, so positive, so so much fire in his belly. But he is a lover of life and loves to spread that love throughout life. He is the author of several books, Messages from the Light. Is, is a book we're going to talk about today. But Harrison Klein is an international speaker, writer, and he specializes in transformations and awakening process. He's the owner of the Masters Gathering, also Women's Empowering, Women's Power and Purpose, um, 100MX3, I got to ask about that, True Millionaire Stories, and Pro Abundance LLC. Harrison develops this gentleman spent his lifetime uh, developing information and popular products around the leading edge of the spiritual, metaphysical, and coaching industry. And he speaks as well and produces events and personal growth, wealth, and development uh, companies and community. I mean, he's just, a, and you know, most importantly, he's just an incredible, incredible human being. So I just had to bring him on right now. Harrison, welcome to the show. Hello, James. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you doing? I am doing sensational, amazing, phenomenal, outstanding, incredible, awesome, turned on, tuned up, tweaked, authentic, resplendent, happy, opulent, you know, dynamic, having fun, inspired, all those good things that make life wonderful. And I am so honored and thankful that I'm here with you. That is a great honor for me. And I have just one more thing to be thankful about in the most profound way. So thank you for having me. Well, you know what? I love to ask you how you're doing because when you run that down, I just like hearing it all the time. It just makes me feel good. So, welcome to the makes show. Me feel good too. I'm say say again. Makes me feel good too. Amen, brother. That's what it's all. It starts right there. That's right. Inside out, inside out. Of course. Now we had an event last week, Limitless, and you had an event last week as well, and we got a lot to talk about. But tell us about the event. Well, I have an event coming up. What's more important is the event coming up, and that's mm -hmm. called Small Shifts, Large Changes, or Big Changes. Mm -hmm. So it's about the it's about transformation. It's about what are the, the little things that make the biggest difference in your life. You know, people can change in one of four ways. Uh, everything else, every other way is a derivative of those ways. But they change through, uh, you know, re 
doing their self-image. They change through belief systems, reconstructing re, uh, uh, re, uh, their belief systems. They change through cataclysmic shock because mm -hmm. that's at the bottom, you know, they yep. reach rock bottom and then they have no choice but to make this gigantic, yep. Yep. you know, uh, release. And then uh, they change through inspiration, which is the way you and I and many, many other people, you know, help people change in incremental, metho uh, methodical, uh, 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 long-term integrated ways. So yep. there's a lot of great stuff. So part of what we do is I work with transformational technologies and transcendent tra technologies. And, you know, we want to, my, I specialize in, in creating breakthroughs for people. And it's really dramatic stuff that happens, you know, when we make a breakthrough and, and change our lives, you know, almost instantaneously. So you can see, you can see uh, eyes go soft, skin gets relaxed, mm -hmm. you know, posture gets much more uh, significant and, and alert. Uh, and, and we become in the moment. There is no past, yeah. no future, and we become hyper alert. So... Yeah. Uh, as we go through the, those processes, uh, you know, success becomes much easier for us. Life becomes much more fun. And, you know, we have purpose. We live in that purpose zone. So it's all great. It's great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You have one of the, the most stellar reputations in the industry. You know, a lot of people Ooh. that I know that know you and speak of you, and everyone speaks of you very, very highly because of the integrity of what it is you do and authenticity and how you operate, live your life and, and pour love and, and, and inspiration and education to, into others. Now, you, you were an educator at one point, so how, what got you into this work? Well, this is an extension of my education, but you know, if you um, know my story at all or know anything about me, basically I'm a miracle child. Mm -hmm. And you know, I actually was autistic for 24 years I didn't even have a conversation with anybody until I was almost 30 years old. Uh, what little communication I did was how much is this and, you know, what do I have to do here? Uh, and then that was basically the extent of my vocabulary for about 20, 24 years of my life. Mm -hmm. And then I had a mystical experience, a breakthrough, gigantic, what the Japanese call a satori or a sudden enlightenment. And it was a sudden enlightenment which released 25 years of fear, uh, anxiety, uh, pressure, depression, uh, um, uh, frustration, disappointment, all at one point. And then I was like uh, sitting in this uh, small apartment in Cleveland, Ohio in 1972 or 1974 or whatever it was. And suddenly I was like, my consciousness was yanked out of my body and I was sent spinning through the universe at a velocity um, beyond the speed of light, I clouds coming at me, dust coming at me, patterns coming at me, colors coming at me. I was just moving so quickly you could hardly perceive what was going on. I saw planets birth and die, suns and, and galaxies and, and, and uh, solar systems revolving in an enormous uh, uh, constellational uh, intensity. I was uh, um, hearing in the background an, an unearthly music, which I now interpret to be choirs of angels at this awakening <laughs> that, that happened. And it was just the most amazing thing that I've ever experienced. And it was sort of like from the autistic state, you didn't have very much energy. You know, the basic part of your energy was just to, was in constant turmoil and constant stress. Mm -hmm. And uh, when all that was released, 
it was like jumping onto a 200 mile per hour train from a standing position. <laughs> you know, yeah. so you're just holding on for dear life. The mm -hmm. energy was so great and so multiplied and so mm -hmm. intense. You know, and the outside of that is that when I when I was deposited back in my body uh, mm -hmm. from that experience, and I don't know how long I was in it. Could have been two minutes. Could have been two hours. Could have been two days because there wasn't any any. Mm -hmm record of my time at that particular point because I was autistic and all that stuff. But there was no record of my time. It could have been two days. But when I was deposited back in my body, it came with a thud like that. you know. And then what I realized was that suddenly I was no longer autistic. Suddenly there was no there was no, you know, fear, no, no disappointment, no frustration. I was in the moment. And beyond being in the moment, I had all these enormous powers. My senses were awakened. I could actually see the pulsations of colors. I could see reds, greens, blue vibrating at different speeds. I could hear things that I couldn't hear across a table. In the autistic state, part of the reason why they don't communicate well and uh, no, no autistic person can tell you this because they don't know it until they're out of it. But, but you only hear about every third word of what's going on. So you're trying to piece together what's being said. So it's like a bad cell phone. It's mm -hmm. garbled and all that other kind of stuff. So you're trying to, and in the autistic state, that's pretty common, I think, from at least from my experience. Then my body was so numb and so what Eckhart Tolle calls a pain body. It was so uh, desensitized in a negative way that I couldn't come eat or oversensitize. It's another way to say it. Uh, I couldn't come into contact with human beings. I couldn't touch them, anybody. I couldn't hug anybody. And it creates a great sense of loneliness and a great sense of isolation. Yeah. And I would, when people would come within a six to eight foot uh, uh, um, surrounding of me or, or, you know, next to me, whatever, I would experience stabbing pains in my ribs. And so I would, I would absolutely push everybody away. I didn't want to be touched, you know, in any way, shape, or form. So it was, it was pain. And so all those 28 years of, uh, till I, till I hit that point, it was, uh, I, I came into autism at age four. And I know the exact moment. And then I came out when I was 28. So those 24 years, you know, and those 28 years of my life basically were purposeful. They trained me to be very deeply sensitive and intuitive and, and quite perceptive into the workings of my own mind and into the workings of all minds, like Green Beret training for what I do now, which is the mission of creating love, spreading it, and create, and touching millions of people. So that's my purpose. And, and the whole purpose that I went through those 28 years of hell, basically, was so that I could show the next portion of my life 28 years or 58 years of heaven. You know? so, yeah. so you 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 walk through hell for the purpose of getting to heaven. Yeah. Amen. It's sort of like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, when I'm listening to the story uh, of just being in that state, in that space, it it reminds me of the story of Helen Keller. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Without being able to communicate, to not be able to piece together the world yeah. uh, that you're in, and and you don't you don't know if you how you fit, if you fit, you know. And yeah. so so the state you went through. When they talking about, when you talked about the cosmics and the, and the planets, and for people who are familiar with autism and uh, either live with it or uh, have someone in their family or friend or somebody associated with it, even the, the, the teachers and the people who are, are are serving in that incredible space, um, if you look back, is there? Would you say there is also a genius 
within being in that space all to itself. I think it's difficult to c- communicate. Like Helen Keller, they said, how did you feel when they uh, deemed you to be deaf and dumb? And she poured it to a plant. And she said, like that. And they said, the plant, she said, no, I felt like the dirt in the plant. Uh, like there was nothing. And now we know there's energy in that. So in that state of, of that uh, turmoil, like you said, of hell, um, as you look back, what you see and you look at other autism, autist, uh, you know, children of autism, can you see or, or envision uh, a world of hope and inspiration and true purpose even in, their, in that space? Yeah, uh, you know, it, what's really, um, what really happens when you are as isolated as you are, when you are shut down the way that autistic, autistic people and autism is and depressed people and also, you know, kind of retarded people and all those, you become incredibly sensitive to particular kinds of vibes. You become incredibly sensitive to your environment, sensitive in a way that every little thing that's negative or every dark thing, you know, kind of affects you. So that sensitivity becomes something that you, once you break through, is a genius experience because that's all you've experienced during those times. And so the opposite of that, now we understand that when you build a skyscraper, you have to dig the foundation as high as the level of the skyscraper. So you you can't so so when that when the change happens in a cataclysmic change, it's a 180 degree turn. So it just turns around in in the full height of what was the full depth. So all of that is an exploration, all that mm-hmm. autism, all that depression, all that darkness, all that, you know, retardedness. Those are all explorations of who the, who the hell we are in this universe, yeah. this body, you know, in this, in, in this world. So as we begin to come out of that, we realize that nothing happens for no reason that, you know, I, my, my, 28 years of that was for a purpose and that purpose was so that i could make other people who are you know in difficult straits learn to accept the magnificence of that light that comes when you break through the darkness yeah it's like breaking it's like a you're in an eggshell and you can't hear anything you can't see anything you can't do anything and then all of a sudden you know a laser light cracks open the shell and mm-hmm. suddenly, oh my God, you know, it's a whole new world. And there's, it's every, the colors are vivid, the, the people are vibrant, you know, your energy is wow, you're in the moment. So now you're noticing everything, you're hyper alert to things. Yeah. There's a whole other, there, there's a whole other being that, that uh, was there that you never knew was there before. And yeah. that being is no self. That being yeah. is cosmic energy. It's pure intelligence and it's pure awareness, yeah. and that is the life of, uh, you know, the 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 being that is transcended, and that's mm-hmm. what Satori is all about. Now, I had no idea any of that existed before it happened. So, yeah. you know, I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe in anything. I didn't believe. I didn't even know how to talk. So, I, you know, how could yeah. I believe in anything? So. Uh, so, yeah. but you know, I can tell you now, there's no question in my mind. All that, uh, all that has ever been said about all those things are true. So, yeah, yeah like you know, we got we have two minutes before the first commercial break. Yeah, uh, but I noticed since we we've, we've been talking, I love to just hear you talk. I don't like to just let it go, and I learn like a dancer. Yeah. Our audience will get a lot too, because you there's two words you said, and then when you say those words. Is as if a spirit of peace just flowed out of your body, even through technology. Yeah. And one of them was uh, you mentioned purpose earlier, 
And the other one, oh, Josh, you just said it. That's what age would do for you. But you just said it. But when you said those two words, it was a spirit of peace. And I call it a quiet intensity. Yeah. A quiet intensity just emits from you. But I don't know if you notice that, but you think about it. I know you know that because you teach that. That's where I live. I mean, I I live in this space of stillness Mm -hmm. uh, and it informs me of everything that I want to know and everything that I want to do. So the stillness is not mine. It is the ocean of everything. It is the ocean of infinity. And the one thing that most people don't understand about infinity is that it's not just a gigantic amount of space. It is intimate space. Yes. So so the intelligence of source is intimate intelligence. It's not just out there and it's not just everything. It's intimate with every single thing, every micron of existence. So we talk about the holographic universe. We talk about the uh, fractal experience. You know, the the smallest drop of water from the ocean contains everything that's in every every all of the entire ocean, all the world, and all the all the water that ever exists. No difference. Yes, we 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 come into that ability to touch that universe within ourselves, even though if you look at the vast space of the entire universe, we're not even a speck of dust, you know, yeah. and yeah. we contain everything that ever existed in all the universe. Everything. That's right. That's right. The potential of the oak tree was always in the seed. That's and right. even before that as well. We're going to take a commercial break because I want to dissect that. And we're going to talk about your book. We're going to talk about your event. We're going to talk about um, how people can find that state because, wow, you know, uh, you just you just went really deep, and some people may have missed that. <laughs> okay, because well, you know, there's, there's plenty of time for reflection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, hey, we're here. 28 years for you in, and, and and see how you make a difference now. So you went through that to pay the price to serve others, to provide a, a life for others if they would see. We're going to take a short break. We're going to talk about our nonprofit, already always amazing, our new. Uh, of TV series network, JD3 TV. We're going to see you back on the other side with Harrison Klein. We'll be right back. I am so honored for you. I am so honored that you Thank have you. this. Yeah. Woo! Let's take a commercial. There are some amazing bridges in the world, but why are they so important? Is it their structure, design, beauty, or is it that they close the chasm that separates bringing us together? We bridge the gap in providing education, training, and economic development to build the capacity and accommodate underserved children, seniors, and veterans. It is the personal mission of co-founders Dr. James Dentley and his wife Dr. Cara Scott Dentley to empower people around the world in creating change and spreading good. Because in a world where walls divide us, bridges stand to connect us. So we gonna have some fun, okay? Now. Somebody bring Dave some air. He took it all out the room. <laughs> what? Prepare yourself. That, that excited me. <laughs> oh my gosh, amazing. This is God speaking straight to me. I'm glad you're doing it. We get to have fun. This is going to be exciting. Bringing the special needs community right to you. This is about saving lives. I could not be happier. Carry on. So exciting. 
The kids are gonna love it. What do you say? It's worth it. That's what's up. And we are back with Harrison Klein, my good friend, author of the book, Messages from the Light. And I, I don't I want to talk about the book. I want to talk about your events. We're going to get to that. I don't want to miss this really important point, because I think that would you think that so many people spend so much of their life trying to to uh, do they spend a lot of time doing instead of being right? Because when you're being, then you can become a part of everything. And then you could be in connection and get into the flow of life itself, appreciation, tranquility, peace, harmony, and power. Because water can flow, but it also can, can crash and destroy. And it just flows. Yeah. As he said, be water, my friend. That's right. Water, water takes on the shape of whatever it's connected to. That's right. Amen, brother. Amen. Tell us about your book. Tell me about the book. Well, the book "Messages from the Light," which are which really the the entire title is the amazing life changing messages from the light, uh, uh, are, is about channeled uh, inspirations that have come to me through source guidance. So I sit and meditate on a daily basis, and you know. Um, Actually, the truth of the matter is I don't need to do that because there is no time that I'm not meditating. <laughs> I'm in constant meditation with my eyes open and whatever I'm doing anyway. So, so the meditations are coming through me. And these are messages that I'm given to help other people with. There are messages that are deep insights, things that most people would not or don't explore on their own because they live busy lives and they... You know, they don't have time to go deep all the time because it takes time and energy and it takes intensity to unearth the deepest parts of ourselves. But the truth of the matter is that those deep parts of ourselves, you know, tell us, Schopenhauer said, we become ourselves to the extent that we, that we re recognize that everybody else is us. And so, you know, we, we come into that space from this introspection. You know, all of this last five years through the political stuff and the COVID stuff and and the intensity of the divisions and everything that's been going on is a way to heal because, you know, we have to bring up our wounds in order to let them air. And we are in the midst of a revolution of ethics, of uh, consciousness, of values, of education, and all kinds of great things. And during during the exploration of all that, you know, we need to have the stuff that nourishes us. We need to have the stuff that, you know, keeps us moving forward because ultimately when we have these external circumstances that are, that seem so negative, you know, the truth of the matter is that those external circumstances are an orchestration to train us into higher experience, into better experience. And if we only take that, perspective on things, we, we now have a new understanding of what goes on. 
everybody who I've ever worked with on cancer, everybody who I've ever worked with on amputations, everybody who I've ever worked with on many, many, many levels of their consciousness, you know, they're thankful for their, they're thankful for those diseases to have woken them up to gratitude, to the, to the moment, to the love of their families and their, and the people that, that they're with, to the experiences of blessings, yeah. you know, so, so messages from the lights are all the things that I have realized that make a difference and that come through me on a daily basis. And they're actually dated within the book. So I have short, short paragraphs, maybe some of them are a couple of paragraphs, some of them are, you know, just a few lines and some of them are, you know, pages. But they're things that make a difference for me in that moment. And because because I am a universal soul, I'm not a, I'm not a individual soul, I'm a universal soul, they also make a difference to other people. Now I know that my words and my experiences change lives. I have seen it, you know, for the last 42 years. So, you know, we change lives and, and by and, and those words are enough to stimulate different parts of ourselves, as I said, inspiration, belief systems, self-image, or cataclysmic shock. And, you know, it's just a simple little tweak sometimes that makes a big change in everybody. You know, Les Brown talks about the fact that one person, you know, said one thing to him. He said, don't ever let anybody tell you you're, you're less than what you are. And that changed his life. John D. Martini had one conversation with uh, uh, Dr. Paul Bragg, who said, "Son, you're not a, you're not uh, um, you know learning disabled. You're just you know you're just looking at yourself the wrong way. Truth is, you're a genius." And from that point on, J John saw himself as a genius. Uh, he's now written over hundreds of books. I can't even tell you, and you know, has. Uh, made contributions in every area of life from entrepreneurship, business, to spirituality, to uh, athletics, to wealth, to whatever. So, you know, we all have this zone of genius within us. And when we find that, we feel our blessing. And we are so blessed to be the great uh, magnificence that we could have, that we even, the, the wildest experience that we could dream of, we are. And, you know, and the truth of the matter is we find out that, you know, we are just everybody else, that yeah. God is God is us living, experiencing himself through us. So yeah. so that is the beauty of the whole thing. And, you know, um, we create technologies now mm -hmm. in the process of helping other people. We create transcendental and transcendent and te and transformational technologies to help mm -hmm. people make those changes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have many different systems that help people make change, and some of them are very rapid. And that's part of what my event is about, small changes, big sh small shifts, big changes. So, you know, and, and I've got 80 speakers that, you know, are, are approximately 80 speakers, or you uh, who are one of the headliners, basically also, uh, you know, discuss in the fact that, you know, uh, just a few moments can change an entire life. Yeah. And that to me is an amazing thing because, you know, we live to have how many years? Uh, most of us go to 70 or 80 years old or more. And, and you know, can you imagine 70, that's several billion moments, but a couple of moments can change the rest of, you know, yeah. several billion moments, so, or a million moments anyway. So yeah. I think that, that is a great 
testimony to leverage. Yes. <laughs> yes. Leverage. leverage is inspiration. Leverage is love. Leverage is awareness. Leverage is energy. So, yeah. you know, all those what, things. Why do you think that so many of us, we spend our lives searching for something that was never lost? Well, because we're trained to do that, you know, society has, yeah, we're absolutely trained to do that. Society has uh, uh, desires on control of the human experience. Now we have two levels of human experience. Well, we have many levels of human experience, but the human condition is one of suffering. And, you know, suffering is, you know, who do we compare ourselves to? What's wrong with us? You know, um, why aren't we such and such? Why aren't we as good as this or that or whatever the case may be? Suffering is anything that you are uh, connected to or associated with that is a misperception. So we suffer through misperception. All suffering is a misperception. Mm -hmm. And there's a spiritual end of that, which is no suffering, which is transcendent happiness, joy experience and you know it only it trains you into the life giving force into the loving force into the happiness force society wants to control you spirituality yes. wants to free you you yeah. know the spirit wants to free you it wants yeah. you to become know that god is living through you know that the, the energy that creates galaxies is in you and that is moving through you so so it's an incredible opportunity to to learn so we get told by our parents, by our teachers, by our authorities, by our TV, by our media, by our, uh, you know, relationships that we are less than what we are. And the thing is, we have to train ourselves to not accept those diminishing messages. And yeah. So once we once we release ourselves from needing approval and validation by anybody else other than what we see as our own magnificence, you know, then we free ourselves. You know, and then the outside doesn't matter. There's no out there. There's only in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we're, I, I think that we're taught to, we're taught to control, to, to try to control the situation to avoid the fear, not understanding that you're basking in the fear, trying to control everything. Even in the beginning when they created laws and rules and even uh, even in the, in, the, in the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 6, they put these things together to create order, and I think they fell in love with the order. They fell in love with the control. Yeah, they and then they felt less adequate without it. So it's all operating from fear, not love. Yeah, uh, as I said, all suffering is is misperception. There is yeah. no there's no exceptions to that. All suffering is a misperception. So yeah. the way that the universe handles you is pure love. So the way that uh, society handles you is pure. Uh, you have to earn it. You don't have to earn it. You already are it. Yeah. So you know, there's yeah. no, there's no earning if you're already that thing. <laughs> I, I, oh. <sighs> uh, a man came to himself. <laughs> That's right. You know, Les Brown once said, "If you treat a child as they act, they may remain the same. But if you treat them as they could be, they can become what they should be." Right. Um, sometimes the hardest thing to be is just to be. Because, like I said, we're searching for so many things that are not lost. I have a friend named Milton. I have to connect you two guys together. And he is so rich in his understanding of the way the universe works. And in the piano, you have these different keys. They play different notes. And these keys on this piano are 
in sync with the the elements of the chemicals of the universe from carbon and every aspect and every, every element that makes up this world and even us as human beings. But that same principle is what holds the Big Dipper in place. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah. Know, you never go outside the Big Dipper, part of the dip is over there. It's always, so the dad was born, it's always what it is, you know, and what holds it in place where there is no, where there's no, no gravity, where there's weightlessness, where everything is just float around. You're going to float. You're not going to get in one place in space and just stay there like with a pose. You know, you're going to float around. But that those things that hold the world together are principles that go from they're infinite. That's right. Infinite. That's right. And the principle, the, the glue that is, is that infinite is love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love and joy and awareness and energy. No. Yeah. 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 Hey, without mentioning any, any names, can you share with us a story of of someone who um uh you know like saw had the, the the scales on his eyes, somebody who might have been troubled, lost, unhappy, struggling, and then the breakthrough they may have gotten or the uh, the road of breakthrough you, you helped them get to? I have many, many such stories, but I'll tell you one that I really love. This is All a story right. that, that I really love. There was a woman who came to me, she was from Australia. Mm-hmm. She was about 38 years old at the time. And this is mm-hmm. about four years ago, five years ago, whatever. But she was 38 at the time. And she was in excruciating pain on a daily basis. She had, and, and the pain was all located in her hips and vaginal area, basically. So every day she would have some episode lasting between 20 minutes to four hours of excruciating pain in which she was doubled over, couldn't move, couldn't do all kinds of things. She had gone through 13 surgeries that doctors had tried to alleviate that condition for her, you know. So when she came to me, she was on disability. She had no money. She was uh, uh, disassociated from her family for her neediness and all that, living on government money and all that kind of stuff like that. I took her on just because, you know, I liked her. And basically uh, what happened was that I realized that after 13 surgeries and probably a hundred or multiple hundreds of uh, uh, kind of uh, doctoral, doctoral visits or visits with doctors to help alleviate that pain. It could not be medical. There's no way that if all of these doctors saw her and they all tried to do something to help her and it didn't work, it wasn't medical. It had to be mental. It had to be spiritual. So what I did was I took her into, and this the whole thing lasted under an hour, and this changed her entire life. So, you know, 30-some years, because she had been raped, because she had been, you know, molested as a child, because mm-hmm. she had such a poor self-image. Yeah. So I understood that all those things basically were, you know, contributory factors to to why she had this vaginal pain. She hated men. She hated the whole thing because of all this, you know, advantage they had taken of her and mm-hmm. in her early years. So what I did was I regressed her. I sat her down. I laid her down on the bed, right? So she was just absolutely still. We gave, gave her some very deep breathing, and then we regressed her back to the time that she was eight years old and then seven years old and six years old and five years old when none of this had happened yet. Yeah. So we, so now we immersed her in the feeling of that four-year-old child or that three-year-old child or a five-year-old child, whatever it was at that particular time, the child, what her body was like. And then we took that body into activity. So in her imagination, she was walking outside in the field. She was feeling the warmth of the sun on her face. She was and knowing how she felt in her hips as she walked, knowing what kind of 
how she swung her arms, how she sat down against the tree, what the what the earth felt like to her feet. And yeah. so we were we were experiencing mm -hmm. these body sensations. So we were going through all that situation. Mm -hmm. And we kept going back and back and we were just coming to a place of where everything was just five years old and she was just digging life. She was she was loving everything about that particular experience. So she was in that space and then I said, hold that. I want you to immerse yourself in that, what that feeling, remember the feeling of that body at the place where you are so joyous, you know, and stay in that space. I want you to stay there. So about 20 minutes, I, we didn't talk to her. I said, just live that space. Whatever comes up, don't try to don't try to, uh, you know, kind right. of uh, um, shoo it away. Don't try to extract it from your mind. Just feel the goodness no matter what it is. And whatever else comes up, it's irrelevant. Like, mm -hmm. like clouds in the sky. You look at clouds in the sky, you don't have any particular, yeah. you know, uh, any particular connection to them except to look at them. Just be the observer of whatever comes up. We immersed her in that. We kept her there for about 20 minutes. I kept her there for over 20 minutes. When a certain time came, intuitively, I got the hit grab her by the shoulder and yank mm -hmm. her into the now. She's four years old there, and now we're dragging her into her 38-year-old body, into her 38-year-old self, and she's taking that four-year-old body with her. Yeah. At that moment, she had a breakthrough just by yanking her on the shoulder and grabbing her into this, into the current world away from that, that you know, and I, and, I, and I knew when to do that because I could see on her face, and I, and I got the intuitive it, and we dragged her into the immediate world, and from that moment on, she had a breakthrough, and yeah. not only did she never have another excruciating experience, yeah. or after that she, you know, began to take care of herself. Her self-esteem rose. She wow. began to like men again. She, uh, last I heard, she got married about no. a year and a half or two years ago. Thank she you. had a fiance. She had relationships. She was making money again, uh, and she was she was living a life of her dream. You know, she was wow. living a happy, not just. You know, uh, a happy, purposeful, and incredible life. And wow. you know, one little thing, one little thing, one hour um, of taking yourself into a new immersion and, and feeling that deeply yeah. and then bringing that into the present moment mm -hmm. collapses all that dark stuff. That well, hold on. We're going to take a quick commercial break because, boom, you went deep there and we got to talk about the event. But to separate, separate how you feel from what you know to be true, not the feeling, the observation. Let's take a quick commercial break. And we're going to talk about JD3 TV Network, and we're going to get right back in a moment with Harrison Klein. Thanks, Harrison. We'll be right back. All right. Be right back. Use the word imagine. When you say imagine, a brain will trail to whatever comes next. The very first thing you want to do is visualize your audience, and you want to practice your F30 or your F45. The speaker is never the star. The speaker is the director and the audience is the star. Your responsibility as the director is to help the audience shine. Your voice is the soundtrack of your movie from this stage. You want to seek the opportunity to get on the stage ahead of time and visualize your audience. Stagecraft is extremely important, but it can be a lot of fun because when you get to be fully self-expressed, when you can be natural and you can be one with your audience and have a ton of fun, you can do anything in that audience. Welcome to JD3 TV. 
Welcome, and now we're offering you a backstage pass into our world, where you're going to get the most extraordinary programming that will inspire and enlighten. You'll get a chance to get up close and personal with some of your favorite stars, your entertainers, your movie icons, and some talk show hosts that will rock your world and change your life. Imagine you being inspired every single day to stretch your imagination. Imagine you on the big screen. Your life, your story, one reel at a time. Go to your Google Play Store or your App Store and download JD3TV today. And we are back with Harrison Klein. Now, that one and done app, new app that we have coming out in the very near future is not there yet. We're going to launch in about three weeks. We're extremely excited because there's nothing on the planet like one and done. It's going to impact your life, and it's going to be an incredible, incredible opportunity to create social impact. And you're headlining. And you're headlining. Say again. And you're headlining. Hey, hey somebody had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a dirty job, but somebody had to do it. We're talking about. You, you said you, you told the young lady to, to don't feel. Be that four year old kid. Live in that joy. If something comes up, don't feel. Observe. And to separate how you feel from what you know to be true. And when I was, uh, I had a program called um, Overcoming Self-Defeating Behaviors, Unpack Your Bags and Let's Go. And in that, it was, you know, feelings are very fleeting. You know, you feel like your heart is broke, but if your heart was broke, you'd kind of be dead. <laughs> right, right. You know, so get out of there and start asking questions. Why am I feeling this way? Is it really true or is it just a feeling? And we there just- There is a difference. There's a gigantic difference. Feelings are really responses to what you think. So yeah. what you think is what creates your life. But you have, but what you think is totally sponsored and created by your state of being, by mm -hmm. your declaration of who you are mm -hmm. and your self-image, if you will. So, you know, the I am statement, I am happy, I am joyful, I am successful, yeah. creates energy in that direction. Mm -hmm. And it, it actually programs you into that, in, into right. experiencing that. It's right. the signal to the universe to take that experience, that identity out to completion. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. feelings, feelings are the response uh, of your body to your thinking. So yeah. you don't have to, you know, it's great to feel um, the vibrations that you are. It's also, but to observe, you have to observe things in reality has to be neutral. You have to be non-emotionally charged in order to see the truth. Yeah. So, because if you're on one side or the other side of any issue, basically, you're not. First of all, you're not flexible because you're 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 stuck. And then, if you are uh, emotionally charged on one side or the other, that that um, creates a distortion in terms of the way you understand things and the way you observe things. So, you're always looking through a filter as opposed to directly. Yes. So. Yeah. So the the process of enlightenment is to see directly. I love that yeah. to, to create light. I uh, love it. Yeah, I love it. You know, uh, would would you agree that most people we wake up and they have uh, they don't ground themselves. There's no meditation. They get up and they respond to what has to be done in life because we hit the snooze button over and over. Yeah, and they don't make a declaration of who you're going to be. Sometimes you're at the whim of the world and the city. You're you're out of directed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and outer reactive. React, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so as we, um, anything that, you know, we don't empower in ourselves gets overpowered by the collective. 
collective consciousness. So, so, you know, we have to we have to choose our position on whatever, and then you know we can be flexible on what goes on either way. But but you know it becomes our north star to guide yes. ourselves by, and whatever you declare you are is where your energy goes. So yeah. if you're self talking to yourself that you're you know you're lazy, you're you're a failure, you've had difficulty, you know you you can't you know I can't stand any more of this, whatever. Right. You know you're gonna collapse your energy because mm -hmm. you're you're telling yourselves the I am is not good, not good enough. And if you tell yourself I'm happy, I'm joyful, I'm amazing, I'm phenomenal, I'm you know great, you know you expand your energy into that experience. The yeah. I am is the uh, management of your energy. And God put those words into the into the physical plane. He said to Moses, I am that I am, I am. right? Mm -hmm. And those were the words he used in order to create, you know, uh, experience. So, yeah. and most people don't understand that and they don't use the I am's correctly. They say, mm -hmm. I am depressed. Oh, I'm so sick of this. I am mm -hmm. so tired. You know, they use the wrong words about all that kind of stuff. Self-talk yeah. creates your reality, creates the, yes. the experiences of your reality. So, yeah, the thinker yeah. thinks and the prover proves. What's that? I said the thinker thinks and the prover proves. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so let's talk about the event. The event's coming up. We've got about ooh, we got about about five more minutes. Let's talk about the event. Okay. So the event is called Small Changes. No, Small Shifts, Big Changes, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what it is. It is a series of. Um, uh, transcendental te or transcendent technologies. It is ways to shift anything in business, mm -hmm. ways to shift anything. Between the 80 speakers, everybody has different topics, health, wealth, uh, relationships. Mm -hmm. Those are the big ones. And then, of course, you know, personal growth. And, of course, you know, all the things that, that matter in the bigger picture, the spirituality and then the, mm -hmm. the career and then, you know, family and all those other things. Per parenting, everything that matters has some sort of a um, kind of dynamic place in the the whole of your life, and you know wholeness is very different than fragment fragmentary experience. Most of us, uh, in the early portions of our development, we're very fragmented. We can only look at one thing at a time. As we become evolved, we look at many different angles of the same thing. And those different angles are really the high hallmark of enlightenment. Yeah. So these most people can to take a very small, not most people, but some people can help leverage other people with a very small amount of time and energy and change their entire lives. Therapy takes years. You don't need therapy. That's a lot of stuff. I know I've broken people's depression, 30 years of deep depression in a matter of minutes, and they've never gone back. You know, so small changes, we've got people who are experts in making these small changes. Mm -hmm. We have 80 different speakers. So we have the the uh, uh, creative ability for coaches. This is for coaches. It's for it's for business people. It's for parents. It's for, uh, um, you know, anybody who's interested in literature, anybody who's interested mm -hmm. in storytelling, anybody mm -hmm. who's interested in, in, you know, making change and living lives of their greatest magnificence. You know, um, the, 
you know, planet is going through a transition right now. Nobody is exempt from that situation. Everybody, every human being on the planet is going through a transition right now. There's a, there's a revolution going on in ethics. There's a revolution going on in, in spirit. There's a revolution going on in education, a revolution going on in, in values, a revolution going on in consciousness. All these things are now in the space of becoming yeah. something different than they were before. So for the past 50,000 years, we have been homo sapiens. Now we are transitioning into homo luminous, into spirit and light. Yeah. So, and part of what's going on here, this event is to help move and leverage ourselves into that higher transcendent vibration, into that place where we become you know, a new awakened being, a new uh, uh, um, experience of the life that we are. Now, we are not just a life. We are all life. We are all life. Everything that exists is in us and everything, yes. and we are everything. And though the universe is vast, we are. We still yeah. have the entire universe within us. And a yes. practical yes. way. So, yeah. You know, as we, as, you know, how do we bring that out? Most people are trained not to see themselves correctly. They're trained by what other people have, that they need validation from other people to be who they are, to, yeah. to explore their gifts. When, yeah. you, when you first begin to bring out your real gifts, you know, you, you have to go through the hero's journey. The mm -hmm. hero's journey is, you know, First, you disassociate from whatever you're doing, and then you navigate through judgment because you have to go through judgment because you don't know what's going on. You're in the unknown, and you navigate through that process of judgment and adversity. So most people are still in the adversity stage, and the human condition is being in that adversity stage now. Yeah. And adversity creates energy, and that's the only way some people get their energy is through creating enemies, through yeah. creating friction, creating you know, darkness, whatever. Hold on, before you go further, how can somebody get the register for the event? How can they register? The, the website is uh, small, cha small, shifts. Okay. small Shifts. Small Changes, Big Shifts. No, Small Shifts, Big Changes. I'm oh, sorry, Small Shifts. I knew that. I, I spoke on that. Small Shift, Big Change. Dot com. Big Changes. Dot com. Small Shift, Big Changes. Dot com. Small Shifts, plural. Big Changes, plural. Dot okay, com. Small Shifts with an S. Bigchanges.com. Got yeah. it. Yeah. It's right. not, the website isn't quite finished yet. It will be finished by about Wednesday okay. or Thursday. But yeah. um, we plan to have a few thousand people there, and we plan to change lives. I mean, my I specialize in, in, in actually, you know, having people mm -hmm. make breakthroughs very quickly and, and, and significantly in all areas of life, whether Got it's it. in nope. business. With, yeah. I need so, to do something for me. We're about to close out. And I close out a certain way, but I think it's be really, really cool for you to do it with me. And you're okay. going to be able to follow this really, really quickly. So uh, for everyone who's watching, I want to thank you all for watching. I want to thank you for listening to Harrison Klein, because if you really listen, and I'm going to ask you to listen again, if you really, really listen, it's really about recalibrating and getting back into yes. balance of who you are. Yes. You've always been destined to be. Yes. And do not believe the hype. There's more, and in being more, um, you know, there's a sense of, of peace and tranquility that um, that calms the spirit in knowing that you know, and it's just about being. You know, it's not so much trying so hard; it's really about getting in harmony and reset, and becoming one with everything. Even when the body dies, it becomes one with everything. So, you playing any music for me? 
right, give me a little louder. And uh, I want you guys to know that I, I love this part of our show when we close out, because this part of our show with the music playing softly behind it is really about empowering, impacting, and speaking into the spirit, into the energy, into the very nervous system of another human being. So we've got about four minutes. I want to turn it over to Harrison. Harrison, give us some words and close us out. And I want you to just touch a life right here, right now. Transmit that that was within you to touch that which is in all of us that we don't recognize. I want you to give you permission to intrude. Okay. Take it. Uh, I want to take you guys to a small meditation. Okay. This is a shape-shifting meditation. Indigenous people do this all the time. Uh, civilized people rarely go through this kind of situation. But uh, what I want you to do is close your eyes and breathe deeply for just about three or four really deep breaths in through your mouth and through your nostrils. Hold it for two seconds out through your mouth and through your nostrils. Hold for two seconds out through your mouth. you tuck your chin and I want you to take your awareness into your chest area into your thoracic chest area and feel your heart just feel the area of your heart that is the seat of your consciousness and also the seat of your life that is the seat of the subconscious as well and it emits vibrations stronger than that of your brain so you feel that you feel if you are highly sensitive you can feel the beating of your heart and if you put your hand over your heart you can experience the heat some of the heat of your heart when you're focused down there because that's what happens when you point your consciousness at anything anything we point our consciousness at expands so you can feel that now that we i want you to relax from the top of your crown with a wave that goes down your body into deep relaxation, almost like hypnosis. You're just gonna go down your body, first your forehead, relax your eyes, relax your cheekbone, your cheekbones, relax your jaws, relax your shoulders, relax your torso, relax your arms, relax your hips, relax your thighs, relax your, your, your calves, and take that energy, that relaxation, that wave of relaxation and put it in your now I can feel it all over my body, my friend. Uh, we got to close out the show now, but thank you for coming. Engineer, about to go to sleep over here. So relax. Oh, I wanted to. I, I just wanted to take people into one quick. Can you give me thirty seconds. I give you thirty seconds. Go. Okay, thirty seconds. I want you. I want you to picture a river flowing, and I want you to feel the movement of that water. Just feel it. Just be with it. Now, just stay with it until you become the movement of that water. As becoming that movement of the water, you are shape-shifting into those molecules and there is no you, there is just that water. And that becomes the essence of the flow of life. Indigenous Amen. people do this all the time. I'm gonna take you out on that situation. You are magnificent, wonderful, sensational, outstanding, incredible human beings and never allow anybody to put you down, never allow anything to, to diminish any part of anything that you do. Give yourself permission to live an extraordinary Amen. life. Hey, and they're cutting this show off now, guys. We're going to see you next week. This has been a great, enjoyable show. you got to come back, Harrison. 
Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week. We'll be right back.